Mom, where are my cleats? Dad, are you going to be able to come to my play? <sighs> he forgot his lunch today? I have a science project due tomorrow. Hey, Mom, can I have some friends what over? What time does the game start? Can we please? Am I driving or are you driving? She has a performance The laundry that is out Why of control. Where is his jersey? Welcome to the Victory Couch Podcast with Rick and Julie Rando. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Victory Couch Podcast. My name is Julie Rando. And I'm Rick Rando. And we've made it, friends. Yes. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Yes. Today in America is Thanksgiving Turkey Day. So cheers to all of you that celebrate. We've done it. We have made it to episode 25. If you did not listen to the last episode... Guys, we are closing out season one of the Victory Couch today. Season one complete. How do you Check. feel? Well, not almost, almost. We're getting there. I mean, we haven't done it yet. Yeah, I we're, mean, we're doing there. it we're, right now. We're in the process, if but you will. When you're listening to this, this will be it. This, this will be it. the end of season one. And like we said, we have some surprises up our sleeves. We haven't completely left for the calendar year. So <laughs> keep your ears out. Pop over to Instagram, Facebook. We are dropping little fun things, such as our recent edition and thank you for those of you who have already pre-ordered your uh, mugs that's so cool that's yeah. awesome well, you're gonna be sipping out of those come christmas morning this year i can you know, feel it there's probably a, a good number of listeners that don't even know we're doing some merch yeah so right? if you're interested it's actually been added to our webpage. just go over to the victorycouch.com and you can go to the shop tab and Go from there to the order form and we'll get you squared away. So, yes. yeah, good stuff. Be one of the first ones to have a Victory Couch mug. It's pretty fun. It's pretty fun. I had some uh, some orders this week and some people picking up locally. So, yeah, good stuff. Yeah, so thank you. If you've ordered, thank you. Yeah. We're humbled. Hey, really quick before we get into anything. Sure. We know we're going to have turkey today because you and I are carnivores. We are, yes. Right? Yes. So, uh, favorite side. Let's just throw it out there right now. Um, Honey, stealing the thunder. I oh. happen to be oh. asking that a little later. Okay, never mind then. Yeah, well, okay. how about I kick things off today, Richard? <laughs> Let's do All that. All right. Sometimes we're on the same wavelength. He's, sometimes we're not. Yeah. So today, apparently, we are. So All right. yeah. I'm going to let you go first. Thanks, and You hun. can talk about Thanksgiving. Oh. Wow. That's really kind of you. Okay, so yes, it's Thanksgiving. Sorry, guys. I had to go predictable. And yes, I'm asking about Thanksgiving sides because... On Thanksgiving Day, we all have our favorites, and I just wanted to ask you, Richard, what are your top, I'm putting three to five sides, because sometimes you say, oh, that feels like a lot to say three, or you're going, man, I have more than that, so give me your top three to five favorite Thanksgiving sides, go. Okay, number one, it's got to be broccoli casserole made Mm. by my sweet, adorable mother, and I will just tell you that I'm okay with broccoli. Um, I'm not a big fan of casseroles, but for some reason, those two things together, uh, that's Thanksgiving. That's also a great birthday gift, a Christmas gift and Father's Day. So my mom is the best, no offense, at making the broccoli casserole. It is very specific. It requires very specific ingredients and, uh, perfectly assembled to make the perfect casserole. And she can, Julie has mastered the art of bringing the broccoli casserole downstate when we visit her parents to bring a little bit of my 
background slash culture slash loveliness in. So you've you've done it. You you if she's a ten, you're a nine nine on the broccoli casserole. So, all right. So number one, broccoli casserole. Number two, mashed potatoes, no lumps, extra 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 butter. Okay, you with me so far? No gravy. No gravy. Mm-hmm. No gravy. Good mashed potatoes stand by themselves. They don't need the gravy. That's in my that's my opinion. Don't send me hate mail. Okay, don't at me, as the kids say. All right, the third thing, the third side, you've got to have some good bread. You've got to have good bread with butter, of course, and it's got to be warm. They have to be warm rolls. I would say, I wouldn't say homemade. They don't necessarily have to be homemade. Uh, King's Hawaiian, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. your parents always mm-hmm. have that, and yes. that is next level. All right, so the fourth thing, I'm thinking corn, buttered corn. And fifth, round it out, you've got to have apple pie. I know that's not necessarily mm. a side. That's a dessert. That's a whole that's separate okay. conversation. But I'm throwing that in there. Okay? Yeah. So that's my top five. Julie, what, do you, what, what did I miss here? Well, we overlapped in two of ours. My number one is mashed potatoes. I am also a no gravy gal. I like them how my mother makes them, which is with um, real milk. Like yes. what I mean is cow's milk, like dairy milk yes, and real butter and good old fashioned salt. Mm. I like some good yummy, yummy mashed potatoes. They are my favorite. Um, what's unique about me and mashed potatoes, honey? That you eat them with a fork and a spoon and sometimes you'll lick the knife. <laughs> what? No, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Tell me. You're, you, you got part of it. I eat them with a spoon. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't know anyone else who does. If you eat your mashed potatoes with only a spoon, let me know. I feel like I've never really noticed anyone else do that. They taste better that way. I don't know. It's a thing. Um, stovetop stuffing mm-hmm. is one of mine. So stovetop is something I like. I do prefer it over any other type of dressing or stuffing. And uh, yeah, there's that. Corn pudding is one of my top five. I know this is a polarizing topic. Some of you may not even know what it is. If you do not live in the mid-Atlantic or the South, you, if you, yeah, if you don't live in those areas, chances are you might not know, but it's kind of like a um, creamy corn sweet dish um, with like a pudding consistency. My aunt makes really good corn pudding. Always one of my faves. So, yeah, I know that's hit or miss for those of you, but I like it. So, cord pudding makes my top five. I also put King's Hawaiian rolls on my list. I do not eat homemade rolls. I like them straight from the orange package, and I do like a little strawberry jam alongside of mine. My last one, I have another polarizing viewpoint, would be canned cranberry sauce Ocean Spray brand. I like the Ocean Spray brand. I do like cranberry sauce. I do like it because it balances out my taste buds with the turkey and then moving on to creamy stuff like mashed potatoes or con- corn pudding or something like that. So those are my top five. That's pretty good. That's I'm, my Thanksgiving. What are you guys enjoying today? I'm Let us know. Hu- I'm hungry right now. Yeah. <laughs> You're making me hungry. Hey, the thing about the uh, the cranberries, okay? okay. I, I'm just going to gonna go back. So when I was a kid, mm-hmm. right, I watched this, this magical movie um, called Back to the Future. And Doc Brown, in case you have not seen, uh, sidebar, this is one of my favorite movies. Um, he has an automatic dog feeding machine. And at the beginning of the movie, 
it opens the you know the can opener opens up mm-hmm. the dog food and flips it upside down and it just comes out like a gelatinous like a, it comes out in the shape of the can right right it just lands and mm-hmm. of course the dog hasn't been there and and you know that kind of thing so it's all stacking up and you know of course at that point marty's like well what's going on here so anyway long story short that's the scene that plays in my head when i see and i'm at thanksgiving dinner and they open up can, the cranberry can, sauce uh-huh. and they flip it upside down i go you know it just kind of like yeah. plops and then on you the cut it in the little circles yeah but before it gets there i just think that it it is it's just, not very appetizing no but it's tradition and if you like a little tartness with some sweet it's actually the perfect balance to some of your other things yeah again this is my opinion yes this is my question on the right side of and the couch we all have our rights to have our own opinion yes here. on the left side of the couch we don't have cranberries. You're not a fan of it and no you we know don't what? we don't do that that's fine more for me we we, okay. we eat our mashed potatoes with a fork we don't lick the knife on the right side of the couch. I do not couch. lick the knife. Let's make that clear, okay? I, <laughs> Say, sometimes I, when you're hungry, you just no, got to get every last drop. I've actually had meals with people who do, and it does kind of freak me out. And I'm not like super missed manners, but I do, I really struggle with that. Is it so. a manners thing, or you're afraid they're going to like slice their no, tongue? No, it's manners, because it's usually okay. a butter knife, and it's just manners. Yeah. Kind of gross. Yeah. Um, I just, because you got to say a pie, I feel like I need to say a pie. You should probably put something out there. I like pecan pie. Mm-hmm. Again, I know it's polarizing, but my dad's pecan pie, best, 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 best. Putting it out there. He does make a good pie. He makes a good, good pie. And um, our daughter loves pumpkins. So this is her day. So happy <laughs> Thanksgiving, friends. It's her, right. her day. It is her. Well, it's a lot of people's day. But yeah, she does love pumpkin pie. And I know we have a massive one for Thanksgiving. So. That's All right, good. Richard. Okay, so I, I kind of thrust us into um, the Thanksgiving, you know. You did. You did. You took me right there. I didn't know that. I That's didn't know okay. that. Because in case you don't know, we don't know what the other person is going to bring up. We don't know what the other person is going to ask. No. So I know this is a little late. And if you're new to the podcast. <laughs> welcome. Welcome. <laughs> but uh, Julie brings two questions to me. And of course, I bring two questions to her. We don't know what the other person is going to ask. So I didn't know she was going to ask about Thanksgiving because, you know. I just assumed we were going to talk about it and then go back to our normal questions. Nope. So I have I have a I have a normal question. Okay, fire away. Okay, so I have a normal question. Obviously, this is the end of season one. It is today. Season one is coming to a close, and you know the question the question I thought about is okay, what are you thankful for and that kind of thing. But I thought I would just word it a little differently. Mm-hmm. So I have sort of a a preemptive question, and then I'm going to ask my main question. Okay. Okay. So out of all the ways that you can learn. Okay, learn things. Um, what do you think um, is the best way that you learn? Okay, so I'm gonna I'm yeah. gonna throw them out there so you can learn. You know, obviously by by seeing visually, mm-hmm. um, or by hearing, uh, or by you know reading and writing, or or basically by doing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there there are a lot of more ways to learn than that. Yeah. You know, like sub subsets of those, but those are sort of the four main ones. Out of those four, which way do you think that you learn best? I know this. I am a visual learner. Visual learner. So yeah, I have to see it, especially I was helping our son with algebra tonight and I had to remind him that like, hey, I need to see it. Like I literally have to draw out things. I have to see, you know, kids these days are like, you know, just using the electronics and I'm like, I need a piece of scrap paper and a pencil. Like I need to see the equation. I need to maybe in this case, I also needed to draw a number line. I needed to 
see negatives and positives. And yeah, I'm a visual learner as visual learners can get. It's something I didn't learn until college, really. But um, yeah, I'm a visual learner. So knowing that you are a visual learner, mm -hmm. knowing that, yeah. okay, after the per first 25 episodes okay. where nothing that we're doing is visual mm. other than storytelling. Oh, this is tricky. Okay. Yes. So what have you learned about me in the past 25 episodes <laughs> that you didn't know before or that maybe made you think or oh. made you smile or something like that? Um, oh my gosh, Rick, that's really hard, hon. Um, I feel like I need to think on this for a little bit. Something that I didn't know about you before, knowing that I'm a visual learner. All right. I think after thinking for a second, I can give you some feedback. So obviously you guys can't see what's going on here, but you know, we, we do specify. I sit on the right sitting down. Rick sits on the left. Um, Rick needs to be incredibly comfortable <laughs> when recording like literally I'll be like, okay, are we ready? And you're like, almost every time you're like, no, I need another minute. And the extra minute is to like squish in and to get his pillows exactly in the perfect, perfect perfection. So there's, I don't know how many pillows behind you, five maybe. <laughs> okay. I always, you're counting. I have two. Okay. I always have two. Mm -hmm. um, I do lean on my left side, mostly because I like to be closer to you, but I don't cross the line when we record if you will, not usually. Um, but yeah, I'm propped up a certain way, but you are very specific. I mean, this doesn't surprise me of you, so I can't say it's something I didn't know, but I will say as a visual learner, it reminds me of how rhythmic you are and how routine you are that like you've, it's very true. You also today, like most days have a post-it with very detailed information and you usually have to refer to your phone because you have notes on there too. Like you're constantly thinking about things and recording and writing it down. So, I mean, that's visually what I see. Also, one thing that I, I guess when we first started this, I didn't really realize what would happen is how important nonverbals are. I think being married, we can look at each other and we kind of know sometimes like what direction we're going. And we also know like what direction we're not. It's very obvious to you and I when we went into this, we were like, you know, if there's anything ever that we don't want to share, we, we just don't share. And there have been very few times that we look at each other and give each other that look like, yeah, let's not quite go there. You know, we're we're very mindful of respecting each other's kind of limits and boundaries. And visually speaking, I think nonverbals are super powerful in um you know in this platform in in recording in the way we do and you know you guys certainly can't see that but i can and you know you are my partner and you're you know my my awesome husband that i just adore and oh. it is cool to look over and know that we know that about each other like hey i'm going here or hey i'm not or like a little smirk or whatever so visually nonverbals are very powerful um when working alongside of someone in recording a podcast so I don't know. Did that answer your question? Yeah. Okay. That's amazing. Because, you know, a lot of times, uh, um, well, I'll just say this. I've only ever been on one other podcast that wasn't filmed. Like, usually it's a Zoom, a Zoom or a yeah. Skype or something like that. Right. And so they can just edit, you know, my audio any way that they want, mm -hmm. which is a little, little nerve wracking. You know, I don't go on just random podcasts. I think I've been on, I count, I think I've been on 11 
11 podcasts. Mm -hmm. Most have to do with business or leadership or motivation or something like that. It is interesting where, you know, the person on the other end can see me. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm dressed appropriately and, and I'm energetic and watching my background and lighting and, you know, how I use my hands and stuff like that. Where if I'm on the couch, which we are, I just, I got to be comfortable. You know, I can't, uh, I don't know. I, th- I think I can think more clearly, especially if we're just relaxing and really being us Yeah. when I'm relaxed. And I noticed that, yes, you have to have your pillows um, not perfectly like me, but you have to have a snuggly blanket mm-hmm. and, you know, but I'm more, so, so if you flip the question and you ask me, I'm more of a, I, I learn by, by, by doing. Okay. So I'm a learner by actually physically picking something up and touching it and seeing how it works and taking it apart and putting it back together. And I think that's sort of how I learn, you know, obviously, you know, auditorily, uh, that's the medium that we're using now through this podcast, you know, anybody can learn. And I think that's why we gravitate towards podcasts. Um, and of course we learn by seeing uh, because it's very reflective, instant, instant reflection, but I learn by, by doing so. If you go back, and this ties into my my next question, which I'll get there later, but when you listen to some of the earlier podcasts, I know that I was a very stiff because mm. I was not sure, <laughs> like what I was going to share and what I was, how deep we were going to go and yeah. and how honest we were going to be, because I think that's just my brain has had this barrier up that oh well you know I've got to have my list and I got to, you know, top five things of this. And, you know, is it okay to talk about what kind of breakfast cereal you, you like and don't like, you know? So, but I think the episodes as we've gone have gotten better because we've become more real. Mm. You know, it's, it's a little like, um, less scripted, I guess. Yeah. Can I jump in real quick about that? I just want to clarify because I know what you mean when you say be more honest or be honest we, to be to clarify, we have 100% been honest and authentic, and hopefully those of you on the other side get that. I think what you're saying is what boundaries do we go over is what yeah. you more or less. That's mean. what I'm like, yeah, I'm, yeah, that's what How I transparent are we going to be? We'll always be honest, but how transparent will we be? I yeah, think that's yeah. what you mean, Yeah, right? th- that's what I meant. Yeah. The, the transparency of, mm-hmm. you know, pulling back the curtain and, yeah. you know, this is, us. this is what what we do. And, you know, like also, you know, when you, when you give out secrets and tips <laughs> and struggles, yeah. you know, you're sort of saying that, oh, well, we're, we're real, you know, because <laughs> in, in some, you know, in, in some people's eyes, especially with what I do, you know, some, their families think I'm like a superhero. Oh, I know. And, you know, they, they think I'm perfect. And that's definitely not the case. Because yeah, you were built not. human. Yeah. Right. hundred percent. So to pull back and be like, yeah, I had a crummy day today because X, Y, and Z, and this happened and I didn't make a very good decision or I made it messed up here. It's saying, well, here are the, the weaknesses in my armor. But I also feel like, and I, that, I guess that's kind of how I felt early on, mm-hmm. but also I feel like it's much more important to be authentic and to be as real as possible. Yeah. Um, so you as a listener can identify and be like, hey, these, these people... They're just like us. I mean, they seem to have it all together, but, you know, they, they have the same struggles we do. That was good. That was good to hear that from you. It's a deep question. Yeah. But be. not. I mean, I don't know. That's, that's why I said, you know, what did I, what did I learn about you? And I, I, I've always known this, but I know that you, that you care. And I know that um, 
you're so sweet um, with taking care of other people. Um, and I know that you would do anything for your friends, which I think I've, I've, I've always known that. But just it's good to hear yeah. that, especially... And, it, and a friend can be, you know, somebody that you've known forever. A friend could be somebody that's loyal um, to you and that, that grows and grows with you and mm-hmm. has grown um, closer to you. And I also think if you haven't picked up on it, you know, Julie's been emotional several times on the couch because if there's one thing that I know about my wife is she will say what needs to be said when it needs to be said. And if she needs to get out of motion, she will. And she doesn't hold back on that. It was kind of like, I always say that she was born without sort of like a, like a filter kind of thing. Not as in she just, you know, says bad words all the time. That's not what I mean. I mean that if something's bothering her, she's going to tell you. Um, and if something yeah. makes her happy, she's going to tell you. And if something uh, surprises her or scares her, she's going to tell you. So I think I've always known that, but I think our conversation mm-hmm. and our relationship is strengthened and has been strengthened by what we've done the past 25 weeks. It's pretty awesome. This totally leads perfect into my next question. So if I okay. may. Sure. My second question of the night is actually, it, it's kind of funny because before we went into recording, we had a date night at one of our date night spots with another couple. Do you remember this? Mm-hmm. We sat yeah. down with them and we shared, they were like, I think one of a couple people that we shared with and the wife of the crew said, Hey, in six months, I want to know how did this affect your marriage? She said, I just, I want to know that this is just, it's interesting that you're recording with your husband and you're sitting down and you're talking about your daily struggles and you're talking about your victories and you're publicly just putting it out there, I really wonder how this is going to affect your marriage. And I don't think she met it at all in a, I'm concerned for you. I think she met it in a, this is going to stretch you way. This is going to grow you. This is going to affect you. So that's my question. My last question of the season to you directly is, how would you say the victory couch has affected our marriage? Wow. So you you talk about... um putting up the wall, you know, you know, I have no problem telling people, you know, how amazing my wife is. Um, but I think when you put it, put it so bluntly like that, there, there's a ton of things. I mean, our communication skills now I think are as good as they've ever been. Uh, I also think that we've made time for us doing Mm -hmm. this. Yeah. Um, which is extremely powerful, not only to leave a legacy or to go back. Sometimes I find myself, if I'm having a bad day, I'll go back and and listen to an old episode. Mm -hmm. And I love to hear you laugh, my beautiful wife. I love that. I love making you laugh and smile. I try to do it daily. Some days I have the jokes down and some days, you know, um, not. So, uh, but I, I definitely think we've, we've laughed more. I definitely think that I know more about you now because we've asked the good questions, the deep questions, and sometimes the tough questions. But I think communication is an an all-time high. I think that you and I are more, um, are better teammates now. Um, And we're battling things in most cases that are out of our control. Um, But we're trying to do the best that we can to minimize the chaos (laughs) 
um, with scheduling and efficiency and that kind of thing. And then also, you know, I think that because we're better teammates, it's, it's forcing me to back you up more so than I ever have and you to do the same with me. And although we're not perfect, definitely not perfect as, as parents, you know, by keeping each other in check like that, it's actually made us better parents, I believe, Mm. you know, that's good. What about you? The main thing that you said that resonated with me that I wholeheartedly believe is the time that we've put into this has been the most beneficial because you can go out on a date night. You can sit next to each other on the couch and watch television, but to sit down at least once a week minimally and say, Hey, we're just going to sit down and look at each other. And yes, we have, you know, headphones on and a microphone in our face, but this is literally us just talking and sharing with whoever is listening. And that's crazy because it's, it like, it kind of taps into the best part of us because we are creatives by nature. We enjoy creating content, but man, it's powerful because it's content that is us and it's very real. And the fact that we have it, like you said, I guess you use the word a legacy, just, I also go back and listen, which is, I hope that, you know, I, I hope that doesn't sound not humble or I don't know. I don't want to sound like weird about it, but I too have those moments where I'm like, man, Oh, I love that, that episode or, Oh, that made me laugh. I want to, I want to hear that. I want to remember that. And I guess it's just like looking back at a scrapbook. It's just an auditory version of it. And I guess very few people have that um, opportunity, have that time capsule, have that whatever in an auditory form. And um, I think that's really special. I didn't, I didn't expect to, um, to kind of cherish the conversations we've had and that we can go back and listen to them because, you know, when you've been with someone as we have for more than two decades, you have had thousands and thousands of conversations, but it is really cool to, um, to go back and listen to it. I agree. I do think that we communicate better. I think that, and this is going to sound really weird, but, and you know, when we first started, we, and I think even in our podcast description, we talk about how we come from two very different viewpoints and that is so true, but sitting on the couch with you week after week after week, it's almost like I'm reminded how much we actually do have in common. And not that I don't know that, but I think oftentimes our differences are so obvious to us. We're both wired incredibly different, but at the root of it, we really do have a lot in common. And I think the victory couch has reminded me of that. Yeah. I I think that, I think that's the whole point of what we do because we, we're not necessarily doing this, solely for us we didn't at all go you into know? this for us no. you know because why would we even put it out yeah. if we did it we, we wouldn't do that just it was it. just to inspire yeah if you're listening you know that's that's the whole point is to make you think and make you laugh and make you shake your head and like oh my gosh what's he saying i don't agree with that movie or that and you reach know, out to childhood your memory or whatever just hug you know, your grandparents and, yeah because yeah. i guess at some point we figured out you know, what works for us being so different, 
So, you know, amongst the political landscape or amongst so much hate and divisiveness right now in our country, you know, why can't we just take a deep breath and realize we have more in common than we have different? Yeah. You know, and so if we've inspired you to do that or if we've made you laugh or hopefully made you think, I mean, I think that's the most important thing in life. You make someone laugh and you make them think it's the best way to influence them. And, you know, we just, you know, we're not, we're not necessarily selling anything other than the victory couch mugs at twelve ninety nine. <laughs> no, we're not, we're not, you know, we're not selling an infomercial. We're not selling some sort of, you know, get rich quick scheme, yeah, that kind of no thing. Subscription fees there's no yeah. hidden agenda here other than to make you a better human on the other end of this device. And hopefully we've done that. So that kind of lends me into my last question, which is, it's Jeez. beautiful. That's it's weird. Beautiful. It's we almost like pl- we've been doing this for we 25 even, episodes. We don't even plan it. But okay, here <laughs> but we go. Yeah. You ready? Yeah. So looking back, yeah. looking back, um, I told you earlier, uh, yes. Yes. you know, in the week that I was going to reference previous episodes. Yes. Okay. So to be completely transparent, mm-hmm. I did give Julia a heads up. She doesn't know the question I'm going to ask. But I did tell her that reflecting back over the last 25, maybe if there's some moments yeah. that, you know, stand out to have those sort of ready to go. Right. All right. So my my question is, what is your favorite episode? Which I already know this answer because you've mm-hmm. alluded to it. I think you even said it last week. I did. Um, but favorite episode and or favorite moments. It could be funny. It could be mm-hmm. enlightening. It could be like, oh, really? I love what you said there. So what, uh, what stands out to you over 50, 25, sorry, 25 <laughs> episodes, 25. What stands out to you? All right. I'll just repeat my favorite episode of all of our past season. One would be episode eight, which talks about childhood rules that we break and also pet peeves, which the pet peeves part is my most favorite. It makes me laugh. If ordering <laughs> complimentary dinners <laughs> is your thing, put a shout out out there okay if you're on julie's side of the couch okay and i genuinely got so much joy out of doing that episode and watching rick's facials and talking about windshield wiper blades and all the good stuff that makes us who we are so um episode eight by far has been my most favorite and brings me joy um i'll just give some general like anytime we talk about nostalgic things i get extra giddy I'd love to see Growing Pains back. Oh, yeah, that's yes. a good one. Yes, Tracy pains. Gold, Kirk Cameron, classic, yeah, beautiful, that was good. wholesome television with a couple little, you know, you're too young for the comments mm-hmm. and per- yeah. perfection. So episode four, when we talked about 80s TV shows, or episode two, we talk about candy. Hershey Kisses? I could eat like 50 of those. Just like pop them one after the the worst part about that is having to unwrap the wrappers. Um, in episode sixteen, we talked about um, things you don't want to, things you want to like but don't. And there was a story about soft shell crabs, which was a random memory from the past. So I love any time we talk about nostalgia or random memories from the past. And my last little note is, um, I spoke for a very long time about my favorite Disney movies of all time. For those of you who are not Disney fans, I'll apologize once again. (laughs) But I will also say that episode 10, where I go on a great rant about the best Disney movies of all time, 
um, brings me joy because I do talk at length sometimes and it is very me. And anytime that I feel most authentically me is a really good day. So I'm going to leave you with that. Those are my quick notes about some memories. How about you for season one? What have you most enjoyed or what has most um, stood out to you? Well, I, I'll go back to the the pilot episode when we went to, when we introduced couch crumbs and prop your feet up moments of the week. Um, and the prop your feet up moment was like, hey, we did this. Yeah. This was crazy, right? Yeah. So sometimes, you know, running the race or losing the weight or learning a new language or playing a new instrument, it requires, you know, you to start, like you just have to say yes and just go. Mm -hmm. You have to take that step. So for me, I, I think the most reflective um, episode was the pilot episode, wow. even though I think it's one of our weakest episodes, to be honest, <laughs> you know? Um, so, you know, I, I don't know. That's, that's ironic, but uh, I really like, um, I really like episode 11 when, um, uh, you know, I got two words, Denzel Washington. Oh, I gosh, think that's one, right. It's one of my yeah, favorites. You laugh so hard at that. Who would you want to play you in a movie about your life? Oh, Denzel Washington. Done. Tell me more. Tell me more. <laughs> He's the best actor that's ever lived. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I Denzel. Agree. Okay. Sorry. You, guys, Lee, you, so, have, you have a bunch in common. Sorry, yeah. Liam Neeson. I mean, you're both super charming. Ruggedly yeah. handsome. Do you think he could pull off Caucasian Rick Randall pretty well? <laughs> <laughs> I like yeah. uh, episode 10 when I make a plea to Mike Boone to just come and Beyond, I just, yeah. just want to <laughs> hang out with him. Uh, and I still do, by the way. If you haven't listened to that episode, it's episode uh, 10. It's right at the end. And uh, I just want to hang out with Mike Boone. We have, listen, the top, I think the third most listened state in the United States of America uh -huh. is Texas, okay? I'll be honest with you right now. I know very few people that live in Texas, Yeah, okay? so thank you, Texans. So thank you, Texas. We love you <laughs> third much, th you know, the third highest amount. Um, but I will just tell you, I'm thinking that somebody in Texas, with all of our listeners in Texas, the third highest state, the listenership, on the Victory Couch podcast, somebody's got to know Mike Boone, okay? Or has a cousin that's related to his <laughs> nephew or aunt, or you know something, and if we could just get a message to him, I'm I'm okay with that. So anyway, that's episode ten, and um, I think my favorite story, because I uh, I love the stories, is episode fifteen, life lessons from a biker bar. So yes. if you if you haven't listened to that one, that's one of my favorite stories. So anyway, our son has food allergies, and I'm like, oh my gosh, how are we gonna do this? So I'm like, hey, um, ma'am. Uh, I said, my son has food allergies. And uh, so anyway, he ordered a hamburger with no bun. And because we had traveled, all day, <laughs> I just wanted a salad. <laughs> you got a salad. Out of so I got, I got a Caesar salad with no croutons. <laughs> <laughs> and Lawson got a hamburger with no bun. And of course, you don't drink it all, so I'm sure no, you got a soda. No, no, I got got a, got a drink and a water, and and Lawson got a. He goes, yeah, do you have any flavored teas? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, honestly, um, I I I love any time we have a, a podcast, we put it out there, and then instant messages yes. or phones or somebody will send me stuff or people say, oh, I remember this or check this out or, hey, you really made me think. Oh, I just had a conversation, literally, mm -hmm. just had a conversation with a girl a couple nights ago um, yes. from South Carolina and she said, listen, 
that story about friendships and how do you know if you if you have outgrown your friends and that little conversation we had a couple episodes ago right. and you you said something's on my heart, on my heart. Yeah. it's speaking to somebody she reached out she said you were talking to me that and totally that brought tears to my was eyes was crazy yeah crazy that's god guys. so you know like yeah. anytime that we can do that you yeah. know and again, anytime I can make my wife laugh or giggle or smile, I think that's <laughs> warm to my heart. But I, I think that anytime that we can make a difference yeah. by something we said or so just awesome. advice we've given. I had another lady um, this morning reach out and said, hey, that tip that you gave a couple weeks ago about screenshotting um, things on your phone mm-hmm. and putting them in your camera roll. She said, I just started doing that and it is making, it's a game changer for me. <laughs> um, just because that she, she's involved with a lot of things. I mean, she has a huge Instagram following. She, she, um, quilts, uh, she's doing, um, I mean, she was uh, darn near featured on Magnolia network. I mean, there's this lady is, is she's the real deal and, uh, she is a go-getter. But being able to screenshot your to-dos, right. putting it all in the same place, it's it's like a digital, um, um, digital post-its. It's all in the in the same place, and it's. She said it's a game changer to me, and I thought, wow, something that I do to help me become more efficient is helping others. And mm-hmm. I think anytime that we can do that, I think that we've fulfilled our mission and exceeded expectations of us sitting on the couch. So not only is this a time capsule for us and our kids and our great, great grandkids can look back in life and say, what was, what were things like around the (laughs) pandemic and things like they can, they can see. But the other thing is too, that I believe in my heart of hearts that we are truly helping and inspiring a lot of people um, out there. And if you are, please let us know. We'd love to hear it. And it, and it, look, we're not just talking about the reviews here, you know, cause yes, no, you know, definitely do that, but just email. reach out, reach out. I mean, we've got letters and you know, geez, this week we got a puzzle. Yes. If this is you, let us know. You, Go we ahead. got a puzzle in the mail. Okay. And it's, it's a puzzle. Cause I said a couple episodes ago, I love, to you know, back with puzzle. when I relax. Yeah, yeah. It was a friend's reference. I love just, uh, de-stressing with a puzzle. And we had a puzzle sent to my business and no name, no anything. I've reached out to a couple of people that we've, we've tried to play the mystery of, okay, who is this? <laughs> who might this be? Nobody's claiming it. So if you're out there, puzzle yes. sender person, thank you from the gifts and the sweets. And I had somebody give me chocolate covered Oreos the other day <laughs> and M&Ms, some nut, some so peanut. The, it's just crazy. And it, we, look, we're not doing it for the stuff. Okay. But it's just. Well, it's it, our way of saying gr- Thank you today. Yeah, we've Gratitude. made it. We've made an impact on you, and that's just humbling. I mean, it's just—I don't know how crazy. else to say it. So it's we're thankful so cool. for you. Yes, it's Thanksgiving. We're thankful for you. We're thankful that we can share our couch with an outsider. Yeah, it's been—it's um, been a journey. We really didn't know all that we were getting into when we sat down the first night, but um, yeah, it truly has been special. And thank you guys. Thank you. Um, it's it's been pretty awesome. So yeah, if you want to give us a gift, just the gift of an email of hey, I do listen and and you know, here's what I've noticed or you know, I was able to fill in the blank. Um even just something small. I had a friend of mine say that her favorite part is when you make me laugh. She said mm. that's her favorite part. She's like, like when I make you laugh? Yeah, like anytime she hears <laughs> me laugh because of you and I'm like, yeah, it's it's yeah, so whatever it is, it could be something, just a quick one-liner that really does bring us great joy and um, it would mean a lot. So I call it human fuel. It's yeah. a reason to keep going. 
When you're making a difference, it's easy to get up the next day and do it again. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So yeah. as we round out season one, we would be remiss to not finish with the couch crumbs, but end on our high note of our prop your feet up. So I think we've made it to that point. Yeah. I have a couch crumb. Okay. <laughs> yes, this honey. is going to be very 2022. Okay. Okay. Hit it. All right. So my wife the other day says, I know what I want for Christmas. And I said, <laughs> okay, what do you want? She goes, you see, this I don't like- know if you've heard, but there's a lady out there. Her name is Taylor Swift. And I said, oh, I've heard of her. Taylor Swift. Shake it off. Right. She said, yes, I would like to see her in concert. I said, done. Piece of cake. When is she performing in concert? 2023. I said, that will make a perfect Christmas gift. When do the tickets go on sale? She goes, well, I'm going to let you handle that because it is a gift and I don't want to, you know, do too much in the, don't want to be too involved in the process. Screenshotted and sent a text. Okay. Yes. So my couch crumb is (laughs) that I was unable to secure. Yes. Um, Taylor Swift tickets. Now, if you don't watch the news like I do, yeah, (laughs) you haven't been, you know, really interactive with, you know, pop culture right now. Um, extremely hard to find tickets and big fiasco with Ticketmaster and all this stuff. And apparently there were 15 million other people whose wives told them that they wanted tickets for Christmas to go see Taylor Swift. And they were all searching for tickets and trying to buy tickets on the same day, thus hindering my ability to make my wife's, my wife's Christmas by supplying her with tickets to see Taylor Swift. So there's two things I want to say. The couch crumb is I couldn't get the tickets. However, our podcast is growing. Okay. All right. Oh, look at you. And look at you. as I put my hands out to, to Taylor Swift herself, okay? <laughs> Okay, because listen, if you're a fan and you have tickets and you send them to us, I don't want to no, take no, them. No, no, I don't want to no, take them. Don't. Okay, because they're your tickets. You probably paid like a billion dollars, you yeah. know, to have them. So you enjoy. Give them to a family member, okay? Because we're going to be okay if we don't see Taylor Swift in 2023. Right. I've gone this long. Okay. It's okay. However, however, Taylor, I'm gonna throw it out there. <laughs> All right, we talked to Mike Boone earlier. We're gonna talk to Taylor Swift All right, right now. I, Taylor, yes, my girl, my wife, she's a little obsessed with you. My daughter has merch. She sings the songs. Yep. We were we going to go together. We have bumper stickers. I'm just throwing it out there. Listen, Taylor, we listen, we don't have to sit front row. I'm okay with that. You know, you know, we, we, we can sit in the balcony. And we're name good the with city. it. It doesn't have to yeah, be. Yeah, we'll next fly door. out. We'll, we'll get there. We'll, we got air miles. We'll figure it out. Okay. Yeah. What I will just say, Taylor Swift, is I know that Ticketmaster, and look, I have my prayer hands out. <laughs> I know my Ticketmaster, your Ticketmaster, did not do you justice. Okay. And we know that every couple of years you go on tour, it's high demand. It's been five years. I'm just saying yes. that there's a girl in Western Maryland here, a young lady, okay, and her mother that would love to come to your concert. And if you see it in your heart on this Thanksgiving day <laughs> to, 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 to do a Thanksgiving miracle, okay, you reach out. Oh my gosh. You reach out to the podcast, okay, and we will buy the tickets. We don't, we don't want anything for free. We'll buy them. I'll buy them because it was a gift. I was going to buy them anyway. I know. Do you remember what I said? I said, hey, this could be Christmas, birthday, Mother's Day. (laughs) Like, roll in all the holidays because I know it's quite the investment. But also, I kept picturing in my head our daughter who does play guitar and plays ukulele and knows 
a good chunk of her songs. The clean ones. The, mm-hmm, we Sorry. give her the edited version. It's Sorry, fine. Taylor. Taylor, you're, you're a little you're a little edgy, but it's that's okay. okay. It's okay. Be you and do you, Tay. It's all right. Our, our daughter's eight, so we gotta. We do. Know, we we, gotta, we are very particular. She yeah. Midnight's. Yes. I had to. You know. I had to be careful about that <laughs> one, but. It's okay. Richard, I love you. You're adorable. That's my couch crumb. You are so adorable. I tried, honey. I'm slightly embarrassed that you brought that up as your couch crumb, but I know you did it out of the goodness of your heart. I tried. It truly bothers you when you can't give me the world. So that's super sweet. I'm going to figure it out. Okay. You know what? Let me just put it out there. I've seen Kelly Clarkson in concert in 2019. And I have gone on record as saying it was one of the best nights of my life. Okay. Hmm. I don't call me what you want. I don't care. I truly mean it. That night was magical. And if you don't understand how music affects the soul and the mind and the spirit and all of that, we're just made a little differently and that's okay. But for me, going to see live music is like oxygen. Mm. I love it. I love it. I love it. And I have watched little Taylor Swift since she first launched onto the scene and I told someone the other day that every fall, it reminds me of being, I used to travel for work. I was in a state car. Her albums often came out in the fall. I would go to Target. I would get the CD. And as I drove all over God's creation for work, I would listen to the new Taylor Swift release. And it brought me joy and it got me through. Mm. And yeah, I, I have very fond memories. And uh, yeah, it's just good stuff. I enjoy her. I, I love lots of artists, but She's one I've watched since she was, like I said, just popping onto the scene as a young teen. And while we are seven years apart, um, I would be her elder. I very much enjoy her. And yes. uh, I think she brings light to the world. Kindred spirits. She brings some light to the world, people. Right, I truly your, think she what's does. What's your couch come, Juliana? Well. Other than not going to the Taylor Swift concert fine. in 2023. It's fine. It's fine. I love hey, you. I'm not going to give up. I'm going to keep on it. But anyway, go ahead. I love you. It's fine. How about as long as uh, it'd be cool to see her before she ends her career. I'll just put that out there. Okay. Um, note to self. Note to self. I, it's fine. Um, my couch crumb, as we approach the deep depths of the holiday season, and I alluded to this the other week, but guys... Rick and I truly are living weekend to weekend, week to week right now. We, like the other day, we were talking out like our daughter had like a birthday party invite to one of her best friends, but we also have this dinner thing for family and, you know, we have like a soccer tournament out of town the week before, but oh, our daughter's also performing at this big, magnificent holiday thing in in our local small town and, you know, all kinds of good stuff. And my husband's running his uh, marathon in Annapolis and yeah. So like all kinds of stuff's happening. Okay. Like we have, we have like all these things and I, I'm struggling to keep the weekend straight. We don't know who's leaving where for when and what and why half the time right now. And we are, as I say, Hey, we're going to have to have a business meeting about that, which if you're like us, if you're a couple out there like us, you get what I'm saying. A business lunch or a business meeting, you're not talking about anything fun. You're just like, okay, do you have your planner out? Do you have my schedule out? Are you writing things down? Am I writing things down? And scene. (laughs) Okay. It's like, we've done that. Let's move on. So we're in the depths of, we don't know which way's up. And for me, that's a couch crumb. I don't like the stress or anxiety of it. And it freaks me out. And 
I will have to have a business meeting with you in the near future to smooth out some of those anxieties. So couch crumb, too much going on. Weekends are slammed and I don't even know what's going on half the time. Julie's our uh, chief scheduling officer, the CSO. Yes, sir. And uh, yeah. And the reason that we do that is, is to make sure that we don't miss anything. And we don't bring it to our relaxation time. Because stuff happens, right? Stuff totally happens, yeah. yeah. But okay. we, we try to avoid the crazy by mm-hmm. being overly prepared for... We try. Yeah. We really try. So what's All your right. prop your feet up moment? My Let's prop your feet up moment comes to you by way of our children, both of them. Yes. So this evening, as we round out our, our night and we actually shared a dinner together, which doesn't always happen... Um, we're all sitting around the table and, you know, your mom's with us. And at the end of the night, it organically like shifts to the kids sharing their talents. And that really hit me beautifully tonight. Um, our son is a gifted baker. He has been baking since he was, well, I don't know, I guess old enough to stand up on a stool and help me. But he's been baking by himself since he was probably eight or nine, yeah. like from start to finish. And uh, he made like these little s'mores cupcakes with marshmallow and like graham cracker crumbs. And he got out his piping bag and like, like he was really into it. And he was so proud of himself. Yeah. And he did it like on like, his own. On his own. Like, he, he didn't, he just said, I'm going to make dessert tonight. Some, and I was like, as and long he did as it. you clean up, because moms, I don't like, at, like go create, but please don't leave me the mess. I don't need anything else on my list. So that was the agreement. Go for it. But clean up the kitchen and then our daughter like at the end of the meal so our son brings out these like special you know s'mores style cupcakes and you know i'm not a huge chocolate fan but i thought they were good they tasted like an amazing donut slash muffin slash cupcake with marshmallows on top which i'm eating this thing and it's like wow this is a flavor and a texture i've never tasted before in a cupcake right god love because it was like a donut cupcake it was very good very yeah, good. it was creative. I think he took some liberties with the uh, recipe he had. But, you know, it was, yeah, it was really good. And he genuinely was proud of himself, and he should have been. And, you know, I've said it for years, raising a young man that knows how to feed himself is a really good thing to do. Yeah. So I love that he cooks well, and he bakes, and he has a passion for it, and he's good at it. And eventually can feed us, I think, is an extra bonus. <laughs> right. Because I like that. Right. And anyone who he um, ends up with, you know, I'm sure they're going to benefit from his skills, which is awesome. Um, and then our daughter, at the end of the meal, was like, hey, is it okay if I get out my guitar? And we're like, yeah. And so she sits there, and strums away and does the song that she's been working on with her guitar instructor all semester. And she doesn't want it filmed and she doesn't want it on camera. So, guys, we don't have any clips to share. But what a doll. Oh, my heart. We're just we were looking at each other across the table and we were both in that parental moment. Yeah. where You're kind of like like you're thinking to yourself like, man, our kids are so cool. Like what a sweetheart. What a sweet little soul she is. And um my prop your feet up is just that our kids are so different. But in that moment tonight, I got to see them want to share their talents. And we are told to share our talents. And it doesn't always come easy to be vulnerable, even in front of your parents and, and your grandmother. But for them to both be like proud and very in touch with who they are 
really brought me a lot of joy. So my prop your feet up was that right there. It was cool. Yeah. It was cool. And, and, um, you know, Dylan, who is amazing on stage, you know, with her lines and acting and different parts and singing, she's never had like a true solo. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. So when she grabbed her guitar and she tuned it, she took her time, she tuned it and then she was strumming and singing. And basically it was, a, it was, like a I don't know, it was like a little Alanis Morissette there, <laughs> you know, just kind of strumming away. And it's like, wow, this is, this yeah. is our little girl. She's growing up. I mean, she's like a little That's songwriter, sweet. singer. It's, it was really sweet. And I think for the first time she was like, no cameras. I don't want this. And I was trying everything I could to try to get a little mm-hmm. video and she was not having it. Yeah. So. And she had like her long wavy hair yeah. and just her it style was, cool. was so her. Hey, she had like one foot propped up. She, yeah. she looked like she was, um, she you know, a camp doing. counselor at, at a summer camp <laughs> and she's like, all right, let's sing the songs, man. Yeah. So it was pretty cool. So my prop your feet up moment is something really near and dear to my heart. And, you know, today is Thanksgiving, and I am so thankful that my friends from a couple weeks ago, both Mm -hmm. in the hospital at the same time, are both on the mend. Yes, amen. And, wow, they're out of the hospital. Both are home. Both are healing, and they're getting back to some sort of normalcy. And I am extremely grateful and thankful that that um, crazy part of life with the hospitals and the uncertainty and not knowing and, you know, what's going to happen. And, you know, is somebody, you know, are they going to die? You know, like these are real things. And, you know, it just, when you come face to face with, you know, I guess uncertainty like that, it really forces you to look inward at your own life and say, wow, tomorrow is really truly not guaranteed to anyone. And I'm just thankful that they're okay and they're, they're healing both have sort of a long road to go down, but they're getting the help that they need and they're stable. And I could not ask for anything more from my friends. So, you know, uh, I think that's a good way to, mm. to end our podcast today. Yeah. We're thankful for you all. We're thankful that we get a chance to share our couch with you. And hopefully we've inspired you and made you think and, and smile over the past season we will be back in 2023 with uh, season two. We've got all kinds of cool things planned, and we've got some bonus uh, episodes that we're going to be throwing out there. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. It'll be good. The next couple of weeks, we promise to yeah. still send some presents your way via some audio uh, streaming. So please enjoy. Share with a friend this year, guys. And we certainly hope that you've taken a second to pause, to reflect, to be thankful. And uh, as Rick said, We are very thankful for our dedicated listeners. Those of you whom we know, those of you we don't know at all, we value each and every one of you. Thank you for opening up uh, just a part of your life to invite us in. So thank you so much. And hey, Third Cushion Club, Victory Couch Potatoes, we will see you for next season. Thank you so much. See you guys. Bye. We are Rick and Julie Rando, and you've been listening to the Victory Couch podcast. You can follow the Victory Couch on Instagram, Facebook, and thevictorycouch.com. Count your lessons, your blessings, and your victories. We'll save a seat for you right here next time on the Victory Couch.